Hey guys, welcome back to Unpacking That, conversations on pop culture. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, and if you do, make sure to rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We upload every Monday. We love you, and we hope you stick around. Alright. Yep. <laughs> Another week in the books. We took a week off, but we're back. And hopefully better than ever. You know, I would say that I'm better than ever. Better than I was doing last week. You know what? That's for shit sure. I think we're both for shit sure doing better than we were last week. I think we can say that with utter confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, this is a little disclaimer. If you hear any background noise um, that resembles the sound of jingle bells, (laughs) um, it's my cat. It's our heinous, heinous cat. Yeah. Um, He's probably getting into a lot of shit right now but you know what we have a job to do um so we really don't have anything planned to talk about for this episode not we were just gonna even remotely of, yeah we were just gonna kind of rant for a little bit um i consider myself an improviser um as well as an actor yeah no i i'm i'm not really a dancer i'm, I'm more, more of a, a mover. mover um yeah yeah. So with that in mind, let's get into it, <laughs> shall we? Um, I don't even know where to begin. So life is just really hard, you guys. <laughs> well, let's start with let's start with our cat. Um, let's start yeah, with the adventure that so... was getting this cat. <clears throat> so, story time. I adopted a cat. <laughs> um, so two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I don't know. It feels like it's been a century. Because <laughs> um, he was sick for the two and now he's fine. He's yes. So, so I adopted a cat from the Animal Care Center of New York. Woo! Um, Shout out. Yeah. They were super nice, super cool. They're publicly um, funded. Feel free to donate. Yes. Uh, after being unsuccessful at the ASPCA, they all they had were um, like lovely cats, but they were sick um or they were a little older and i was looking for a cat that was between like the ages of like one and four um so then the wonderful human being at the aspca was like check out the acc they have tons of cats um that's him like what is he doing honestly Um, (laughs) i'm trying yeah i'm just gonna let him he has the zoomies right now i'm just gonna let him run free um so where was I? Anyway, so they were like, go check out the ACC. So we walked our pretty asses over to the ACC. They had tons of cats to choose from. And so after many. me being so indecisive, we were literally about to leave because I just like wasn't feeling, I wasn't connecting with any of the cats. And then I... I was feeling Mr. Tubbs, but he reminded you too much of your old guy. Yeah, no, that, that hit a little too close to yeah, home Yeah, so me. it wouldn't have been cute. Yeah, so I... Looked over his my shoulder. Not, his, I'm sorry. His name was also not Mr. Tubbs. Yeah, I just I don't think he had a name. No, he just had fat cheeks, and I, I named him that. Um, so I looked over my shoulder, and I was like, the handler was like, "Is there another cat that you want to check out, maybe before you leave?" And I was like, "What about that guy over there? Um, he's a really handsome, gorgeous prince tuxedo cat. Um, his name is Ollie." Um, and that was the name that he had at the shelter. And I had, like, a ton of different names in mind, but I decided to keep the name because I thought it was so cute. And 
And he, he just had, looks like, like an Ollie. He had been like freshly put out for adoption. Yeah. Like we had there were two rooms full of cats. We were in the second room, having seen everyone in the first, came back to the first room and he was newly there. Mm-hmm. They had literally just put him there. Like he had been at the shelter for a couple days so that they could give him his vaccinations and <clears throat> um neuter him and stuff. But uh yeah, we had literally gone into the other room. And they then we said had... it was, like, the fastest adoption ever, maybe? Yeah, we're here to set records. Um, so, yeah, I was like, there he is. <laughs> there he is. Hey, buddy. Um, so he, oh, my God. He's crazy right now. Um, so I was like, um, I'll take him. He's about two years old, and I believe that as much as I believe in God, um, <gasps> which is I don't. I think he is <laughs> younger than two. Um, because he's insane! He just has the zoomies all the time. But, okay, so a few days after I adopted him, he started sneezing a lot. And I was like, okay, maybe it's because I bought scented litter. So I changed the litter up. It's totally unscented. And he kept sneezing. Um, he had some, like, boogies, a mucus moment or two. A mucus moment or two. <laughs> um, so I took him to the vet. The emergency vet, because I was very worried. He, like, was super lethargic. Um, he wasn't being as loving as he usually was. And they were like, yeah, he's showing signs of an upper respiratory infection, which is very common in cats that come from the shelters because they're in close quarters with each other. And he wouldn't play at all. Yeah. So I was like, great. So after spending an obscene amount of money at the emergency vet, um, he was put on antibiotics and like three other medications that were going to help. Um, and then flash forward to this week, I took him for, this is like a very like abbreviated version of what happened just cause it, I would be here literally all day. Um, so I was feeling very frustrated because I was like... In between was a lot of tears. Yeah, a lot of tears. And um, anxiety. Because I was like, if I wanted to adopt a sick cat, I would have adopted one of the cats from the ASPCA. Um, that, like, we would have been able to take care of if we yeah. were able to take care of. Yeah. Um, so, flash forward to this past week, I took him for a follow-up appointment at the vet, and they were like, because he's still sneezing... Um, and he was still having some mucus moments. Um, so the vet was like, yeah, let's start him on another antibiotic because it didn't seem to totally do away with, um, his infection. Oh my God, he almost fell off the bed. (laughs) I also love that Um, you call his mucus moments, mucus moments instead of what they really were, which were like rapid fire snot bubbles. Yeah. I had to wipe his nose. Yeah. It was like not good. Um, so... Yeah, so now he's on antibiotics. He seems to be doing a lot better. He's definitely a lot more playful, a lot more um, exploratory, let's say. Is that a word? Can I use that word? Sure. I'm going to use it. He's a scutch. He's what he is. He's a little nudgy-wudgy. Yeah, but he's great. He's he's a little lover. He's a sweet boy. Um, And he's always wearing formal wear. Yeah. Little tuxedo guy. Oh, um, and he was a stray cat before I adopted him. And um, apparently, the person that brought him to the ACC was like, This cat is too gentle and loving and kind to be outdoors, he needs to be in a loving home. And I said, I'll take him, please. I said, I'll be there at home, please. Yeah. And then the rest.
rest is history. And now we're here. Yeah. We're here. We're thriving. Are we? <laughs> in a, is it, is in that, a sense. Is this what this podcast is about? Is it's just us not thriving? <laughs> just no, thoroughly? We are thriving. <gasps> Do you want to catch oh. everyone up? I, I want to talk about Caroline Flack. Oh, Since fuck. that's very fresh. Um, oh, not shit, because it's okay. very fresh, but we'll talk about that later. Why don't you update everybody about what's going on in your life as much as you are willing to talk about, if you are <laughs> even willing to speak about it. Yeah, no. What's up, you guys? I'm Jared. I don't mean to, like, put you in the hot I'm seat. I'm 19, and I never fucking learned how to read, and it's really been... No, um, so I struggle with a really cute myriad of mental illness... Blech. Sorry, I choked. Mental illnesses. Mental illness I. <laughs> That's, that's, that's that is the proper version. plural. My bad. Yeah. Much like uh, alumni, if you will. Mm. Um, I do struggle with OCD, anxiety, and depression, which is really not very fun. It's a nice you, uh, cocktail. It's a very nice I'm cocktail. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'll see myself out, guys. No, please. Because um, it's, I mean, it's, I, yeah, I don't mind talking about it. I sound awkward talking about it just because I don't want to use the wrong vocabulary ever because I always use disparaging vocabulary about myself as a result and so I don't want to use the wrong vocabulary and offend someone else who's trying to improve. Yeah, that makes sense. And cope and all those great things. Everyone's got different ways of coping. I use humor and self-deprecation because... And that's the only way I know how. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I'm John Ralphio. I'm 19. <laughs> and so I was dealing with, um, I've been dealing with really bad suicidal thoughts and suicidal ideation since about July, the summer. Um, and trigger warning, by the trigger by. Trigger warning. I should have, uh. No, that's okay. I'll put it in the description so people know. Anyway, I'm yes, sorry please. I interrupted you. Sorry. Please continue. See, it's things like that <laughs> that I don't want But anywho, that's kind of where I've been, as opposed to daily anxiety and depression, what have you. Mm. Um, and a lot of my OCD isn't, uh, isn't really compul- compulsion-based. I don't have like a lot of the what people think of as like you know the hand the hand washing and the turning the lights on and off and I, I don't really have a lot of physical symptoms, except my uh, dermatillomania that we've talked about previously. Oh uh, yes. Um. So I don't really have many physical attributes. It's uh, generally mental. Um. The only real physical side effect besides the uh, dermatillomania that I seem to experience is like this frequent nausea which who knows what's that what that skulls by but so it's been really really hard these past few months and recently it's been I've been like trying to take care of it but with a nurse got on like fix my medication situation which we love I love my nurse. She's extremely wonderful. Shout out. She helps me out, man. She gets it. She knows what's up. And which is so important and so rare because honestly, 
in my journey, because my journey with therapy and medical professionals has been, I mean, you know, as long as I've been alive with medical, medical professionals, and they just don't really seem to give a shit. Like, I feel like the reason why you get into the medicinal profession is to help others. Is to help others. It's interesting that, like, even people in that profession have, like, their own personal stigmas against mental illness yeah. and will project it onto their patients. It's fucked up. And so it's been so difficult just to find anyone who will reciprocate or mm-hmm. actually give me what I need. Like, it'll list, like, I deal with cognitive behavioral therapy, and I'm like, sick, that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, so listen up, Diane. Not a therapist I ever had. Um, this is my situation. I'm super freaking sad. What's your take? And she'll be like, mm-hmm, so this is what you're feeling. And I'll be like, yes. <laughs> it's almost I like just, you just said that. I just <laughs> articulated that to you. I pride myself on how well I can articulate my feelings. Yeah. And I did that. Yeah, that is a very strong suit that you have. I personally am not good at articulating my feelings at all. I I got that compliment from someone at work, actually. They were, mm. they were like, you're really good at putting into words the kind of things. And I'm like, thank you. Mm-hmm. I think so. So when someone pretends they don't understand me or won't kind of give me feedback mm-hmm. or be honest, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, we're at a stalemate now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a long time before I found this nurse, and she's so helpful. But um, she's not a talk therapist. Bless oh, you. Bless you. That was my cat. <laughs> Sorry, that was adorable. God. <laughs> I, I love a cat delight in the mood. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was able to get my medication situation fixed which is huge mm-hmm. but also I mean talk therapy is an incredible I'm incredible is just so important to healing and getting better yeah because oh, sure. without without and, talking about without it, talking like... about it how do you know and without an objective third party to help you sort things out you can't really understand exactly from an unbiased vantage point so yeah. and I need it I know I need it so, but it's so hard because no one takes your insurance. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why it's so hard in New York City, one of the most populated cities in the entire world, why it's so hard to find someone to take your insurance. Yeah. Or sucked. to not take your insurance and for more adequate like health care to be available mm-hmm. yeah it's fucked i don't understand this so fucked up why are those services stingy when people are dying because all they care about is getting money that's it like i'm sick mm-hmm. people are like like kim there are people that are dying hello like i'm suffering but not on but not on a scale as so many others and it's just wild yeah. to me yeah and i'll be candid i was hospitalized in college mm-hmm. tbt tbt um 
night, so uh, not that deep, but oh my god, no one there treated anyone with respect. Yeah. None of the patients were treated with respect. And I was like, I have, I have classes, I have rehearsals, I, it's, it's, I, hello? Mm-hmm. I it's, help. And yeah. they were like, uh, no, so just, uh, sit. And it's, I, you're literally just like, and I was thrown into like a tiny white room on a cot and I was terrified and I couldn't contact my parents and I just had to wait for like 12 hours and I'm just like uh and they just were not, they were awful awful mm. like how are you going to treat someone who's like 19 yeah i can't even wrap my head around that who's be- who's a kid i've never been to a psychiatric ward before right how are you going to treat a kid like that fucked it's so fucked up and just lock them in the room i don't yeah, that's it's like what is that? What does that do? That's like a whole. That's American Horror Story, is what yeah. that is. I was like, how is that still happening today it's in this country? So it's oh. crazy. I can't even. Oh my god. So, I don't know how I got off on this tangent. Super sorry. Um, but that's what I've been dealing with for the past few months. But it really hit a fever pitch this week with my anxiety, and I truly have no idea why. Mm-hmm. It just like flared up like. And fun fact, that's not fun nearly at all, but is a fact, it's actually not, I mean, my mental illnesses contribute, of course, Mm -hmm. to the severity, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. but it's actually linked to my menstrual cycle. Right. And I didn't, and I talked to my nurse, and apparently it's actually in the DSM, Mm -hmm. um, that it's a disorder that, like, your menstrual cycle can like can severely worsen depressive symptoms and i knew and like i figured you know you hear about mood swings all your life Mm -hmm. during your period and i figured you know okay but like i was i mean my suicidal thoughts hit the nth degree hit the nth degree like the week before my period Mm -hmm. i was like and i was so embarrassed Mm-hmm. I was so embarrassed to learn that that's what it was tied to. I felt like the boy who... Why were you embarrassed? I felt like... I felt like the boy who cried wolf, kind of. I was like, oh, it's my period. I shouldn't... No, but I mean, like, your period is, like... It's not just, like, this bullshit thing. Like, it's a valid thing. Right, but I didn't want to, like, I never wanted to be the person to use that as an excuse. Well, it's not, I mean, it, I mean it's because not an I excuse. I know, but you it's know? like I never had the, again, it wasn't physical. Right. So, therefore, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't think it was valid enough yeah, of an excuse. Periods are ass. <laughs> Periods do so much to women that nobody fucking knows about and or talks about. I had it. And it's. For months. And and for months. I mean, for years, actually, this has been happening. Mm -hmm. I remember remember distinctly when I was in Elements of Directing College. Mm -hmm. And I had to, like, disappear into the stairwell and just bawl. And I had no idea Mm -hmm. why I was so 
so depressed. I was like, where did this come from? Yeah. And I thought, I was like, maybe I was misdiagnosed. I was like, maybe it's bipolar disorder because it's coming in waves. Mm. Like, once a month, I get really, oh, wait a second. And it took me, like, five months to kind of realize that it tied together. Mm -hmm. And even then, I was super skeptical. And only Mm -hmm. a week ago is when I found out. Hmm. I was like, oh, fuck, all right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, super glad I know. I mean, I feel infinitely better this week from last week because at this point like last week my anxiety when my anxiety was so bad I like I finally got my parents up here I like told them to deal with my mental health because I'd be keeping I mean I have a pretty I have a very open dialogue with my parents Mm -hmm. very open dialogue I don't keep things from them I've never felt the need they don't keep things from me yeah so but I've been keeping a lot of my mental health from them and um, in an avoidance to kind of be keeping it from them, I wasn't really talking to them mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. But then I needed them right. at that point. Right. So I finally got them up here and I told them what the deal was. And they were like, you know what? We're going to do things one by one. Yeah. And then... I mean, if you try and tackle absolutely everything at once, it's just going to... But that's how I do everything in my mind. Right. Because I'm like, oh, what do I, ha- I, you know, I take, my, sorry, my mouth is so No, drink your water, stay hydrated. Because in the morning, excuse me, I'll take stock of what I have to do, but then I get stuck in the taking of stock, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, that's all the things I have to do that I've been putting off, and then I'm like, oh no, I'm pissing you off at being a bad roommate, no, no. Well, what does what you have to do have to do with me? Because it'll be, like, cleaning that you've been doing for a while that I haven't done. Some, or it's, it's, like, shit like that. And it's tiny shit that you've never really brought up with me ever. But I mean, I'm, like, so conscious of it in my mind. I know this is going to be, like, super type A of me to say. But, like, if you... And it's, like, super... I don't know. This is going to sound like common knowledge. But if I ever wake up and I'm feeling, like, super fucking daunted by what I have to do that day I literally just make a list and if I don't get it done in that day I kind of figure out ways to space it out throughout the week so that it doesn't become as intimidating Mm -hmm. if that makes sense no it totally does I just get um stuck in the taking stock and then it's not that the thought of doing all the tasks is stressful. Mm-hmm. It's the knowledge that I haven't done them that right. sends me into a spiral. Right. And that's when I spend my day off. What I would like to... I've been wanting to go to the Strand for, like, two months. Every day I have off, I just, like, spend in bed. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Yeah. So it's been hard... Not gonna lie. But, uh... No, but when my parents came up, they were like, we're gonna do things one by one. Mm -hmm. And that day, I went and I fixed my medication, such as Wayne Reed. And I took out the trash that day. And I didn't order food that day. And I called my nurse and got the anxiety medication I needed Mm -hmm. for 
on at, like as need basis. Mm-hmm. And and my dad was like, you accomplished a lot of things today, so just do things like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Shit. Yeah. It's just <laughs> little things. And it's I mean it like obviously is gonna take time, but like once you get a grasp on it, it'll just get easier and easier as the days go on. And it's like it's easy to get caught up in the whole like oh my god, I have so much shit to do, like why didn't I do that before? Like I'm a fucking piece of shit. But then it's like <laughs> but then it's like, okay, those days are gone, that's past. I literally can't do anything about that now. Right. So I'll just take care of it now and in the future. Your cat Yo, your cat scaling the <laughs> window. <laughs> Spidey cat. I'll figure it Spidey. out. Spidey cat. Um, he's, he's just getting, like, super, <laughs> super restless because no one's playing with him, and he just He ate. said, bitch, I'm the, I don't know what I'm gonna do, yeah. but it's something. <laughs> um, um, anyway, <clears throat> but yeah, you're taking care of it, and that's something yeah, I'm to be said. taking care of it, and I was like, I asked them, I was like, I'm, aren't you guys disappointed in me? Why would they be disappointed in you? Because, like, I don't know, because I'm like ordering out like all the time i have food here and it's like a little thing but it's like i'm spending savings money on like takeout food very bad food for me and i consciously like know it's a bad decision and that's such a small thing but it adds up so i'm like how are you guys not pissed (laughs) because they're your parents i know they're like too good my parents love us unconditionally Um, but yeah, I, they're your parents. They're, it's what they're sorry, he was <laughs> just leave him. Let him be. Um, but it's it's their job as parents. It's just an inherent thing that they have to to do. Cause we're here whether they like it or not. <laughs> we're well, you know what? We're here because of them. So you know what? That's on you, bitch. That's on, <laughs> that's on parenting, and that's on ninety six. Yeah. Oh God. Yep. I don't. Nope. I was sorry as soon as I said it. (laughs) I was Um, like, "Whoop." Yeah. (laughs) That's basically everything that's been happening in our lives. It's been a fucking insane two weeks. Um. But you know what? We're happy to be here. And but this week, hey, hey guys, hey this week, I cooked what I already had in the freezer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hell so. Take that as you do. Take that. <laughs> um, people are getting loud outside. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry about the background noise. But, yeah. Oh, what did I want to do? Oh, Caroline Flack. Yeah, you did. If we're moving that, on. But we are moving on. Um, so sorry. That, I'm sorry. I those. also want to apologize that that seemed like a really sad rant about my life. I didn't no, mean it to be that. No, it's not. It wasn't that. We were literally just recapping on all the fucking shit that's been happening. Just um, be like that sometimes. Yeah, it really be like that. So, for those that watch Love Island, and if you don't, you should definitely hop on that train. Um, Caroline Flack, she's a popular British TV personality, mm-hmm. host, lovely human. Former lover of Harry Styles. Yeah. Allegedly. Um, allegedly? No, not allegedly. No, no that was they like did thing. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> she passed away today. 
um, which I was very shocked. I got that notification, or no, I was scrolling through Instagram, and I follow Jack from season four? Yeah. Four, from season four of Love Island, and he had posted a picture with her, and he was like, I'm so sad to hear this news. I have Caroline's uh, family in my thoughts. And I was like, what? Did, like, her fiancé die? Did someone in her family die? And then I Googled it, and it was like, Caroline Flack found dead. And I was like, holy fuck. That, that, yeah, I mean. I was on break at work, and I looked at my phone, and I out loud was like, holy fuck. It took me by surprise, and then on second thought, I was like, why does the British media keep doing this? Yeah. But And then I was like, why it's, does media keep doing this? It's definitely a huge media thing. She was she was charged in December, I think. Yeah. Because apparently assault. she assaulted her fiancé. Um, but then I, I was also, I saw another article that said that her fiancé was like, these charges are ridiculous, and I don't know why this is happening. So I was like, so what's actually happening? Because I, I also saw in that same article that, like, the apparently she thought that he was cheating. And mm. she beat him over the head with a lamp in the middle of the night while he was sleeping. Oh, my. Yeah. So, and then apparently when the cops showed up to the scene, they said it looked like a scene out of a horror movie. Because there was, oh, like, shit. blood all over her. There was blood all over him. But, like, he's fine and she's fine. But then come to find out later her fiance was like i don't know why these these charges should not exist like this is ridiculous i don't know if i don't i don't even know what to think about that but it was like so she's been getting a lot of shit in the media for like the past few months about right yeah that whole thing she stepped down from hosting love island oh and then she was gonna host that new show that was like all that was like kind of body shamey and her and i don't know anything about that yeah, she was gonna host this new oh my show God. that had to deal. It's horrifying. Oh God, I wish I knew the specifics of it. I knew more a couple months ago, but she was about to host this show, and I think it was kind of like a makeover type thing. Mm-hmm. But it was, it like it was pretty essentially, like centered around body negativity. Gross. Uh, or like a, not centered on it, but profited off of it mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and jamila Jamil being has also been getting a lot of fucking shit being the body positivity warrior that she is called yeah. her out and that was like a mild twitter thing Ruh-roh. but i know she was getting i know caroline was uh getting criticism over that as well mm-hmm. um yeah so she's been enduring probably a ton of shit on yeah. on I, I mean pretty much every side on several accounts then. Yeah. I don't know it's just like super crazy to think about and like scrolling through my Instagram today seeing all these posts of previous contestants from Love Island like posting all of these videos of her where she's like laughing and cracking jokes with people it's just like so sad to see it's fucking devastating um, yeah, I don't know. Poor flag attack. Where's the abuse? This is getting really sad, and I'm so sorry. 
I just wanted I, to I think talk it was, about I think it. The whole time, it's I just, just wanted to talk about sad. it because I was I was sitting on it at work and I like couldn't talk to anybody about it because nobody at work watches Love Island, with the exception of my one coworker, which I did tell her on my way out, and she was like, "Holy shit, are you kidding me?" Because she's still watching all of the right. seasons where she's the host. Um, but yeah. Um, anyway, do you have anything else you want to talk about? Anything in pop culture and that's happened within the past week or so? Uh, so Bojack just ended. <laughs> okay, that's so a pop culture moment. That's a pop culture I, moment. I don't a watch niche Bojack, so I can't really speak on it. But it, go off. It's a niche pop culture moment. Um, is it niche? Relatively, a lot of people either don't know Bo- uh, don't know BoJack, or it's like not their cup of tea, just like because of how depressing it is. Yeah, that's why I don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, and um, I said I love to swan dive into a pool of my own misery and then do laps. So I said I'm gonna watch the show over and over. Um, but it just wrapped up its final, uh, final season. Of all time. And, oh my god. Sorry. All these tongue was just like out. partially sticking <laughs> out and it might have been like the cutest and dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's ridiculous. <laughs> it's the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. Anywho. Um, sorry. I don't even know what I was talking about. Bojack. 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 Um, that, I think... That show, I think, is such an honest depiction of the extremes of what we're talking about mm. in terms of life being difficult, really, and just, first of all, cancel culture, but also the feminist movement and the capitalization on the feminist movement, and... Oh my god, he's making the most noise right now. <laughs> and... The normalization of abusers in Hollywood and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. It's always been making comments on Hollywood and mental illness and honestly kind of how we perceive each other and how we hold ourselves accountable. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> honestly, it's about a lot of things but mm-hmm. it just wrapped up and it was so beautifully done and I think it's like I honestly think it's like Chekhov if everything in Chekhov were explained mm. because the cycle the cycle the, the, if I could speak today it'd be cute the psychology of Chekhov is devastating yeah utterly Devastating. I yeah. mean, it's the heights of human. It's so there's so much subtext that's like, kind of have to read the play a couple times to like understand the psychology behind it. And then that's you, not it's so douchey, but you know. And then you, you realize it. that it's, that it's the height of human tragedy, mm-hmm. and so is a cartoon about an anthropomorphic horse. Yeah, but it, but it says everything mm. outright. And it shows it mm-hmm. so beautifully artistically and in the dialogue. And it's beautifully acted by Will Arnett. And mm-hmm. I... There's an episode that kind of... 
made me especially rethink a lot of my suicidal ideation, honestly. Mm. And it's the penultimate one in which it's more like a fantasy. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a character in the show, I won't say any, who had committed suicide by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. This is so dark. I'm really dark. I'm so sorry. No, that's fine. Christ. Um, And he, um, in this kind of like dream sequence, he recites a poem called The View from Halfway Down. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how he wished he hadn't had he known the view, what it looked like with the view oh, from yeah. halfway down. Have you ever seen that video of that guy that tried to kill himself by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge, and but survived. he survived? And he li- was like, "I'm so glad I did." Yeah, I've heard. I haven't watched the interview, but I oh, know the story. Fucking crazy. So I was like, I can't believe that's such a universal feeling. Yeah, it's fucking wild. That universal feeling of regret before it happens. Hmm. And I was like, oh. It was like a super, super sobering moment. I was like, from a cartoon? Yeah. Fuck, man. What's good? Oh, no, it's fantastic. And I worship the ground that Raphael Bob Blocksberger walks on, if that's even how you pronounce his fucking name. You you gotta stop knocking cartoons here. Family Guy exists. Shut up. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) God. Although I do love Family Guy, all right? I Where my Rick and Morty stands at. Yeah, I have a sense of humor of a fucking 13-year-old Wubba boy. Um, and that's the way the news was. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, you. that's how you know it's good. If, it, if the it was, show in general can make you think as deeply as that, then... And that was really important to me, as well as The Good Place ending. Mm-hmm. But you haven't watched it. Yeah. And it's, you and I've been on my list for, like, two whole years. And you better watch it, because it's I'm gonna. quite possibly the most genius Mike sure show to ever exist wow. and i know heavy. what mike sure shows exist i know you like brooklyn 99 i love brooklyn 99 it rivals brooklyn Parks and rec yeah yeah well um have you seen have you uh, not yet not yet i have not indulged but i will soon enough but that finale also hit me like a ton of bricks and really recontextualized the way i look at life and kind of its meaning, mm. um, without giving too much away. Interesting. Um, it really changed the way I look at human purpose mm. and love. Hmm. Okay. And I won't tell you why. Keep it in mind. But Keep know it that mind. it had that profound of an effect on me. It really did. And, I mean, how could it not, considering it talks about ancient about ancient philosophy right. and the very concepts of life, death, and... Dying. And the human purpose. <laughs> yeah. The meaning of life. Um, you know, a very simple concept. It's a very day. simple concept, and, like, whoever doesn't get it is just stupid, um, to be honest. And the fact that the writers did it so... It... I mean, it really seemed effortless. Mm. I thought every season, how the hell are they going to do it? Yeah. And they fucking did it every time. Damn. And it really, really messed me up in the best kind of way. I said, thanks. Thank you, Michael Sure. Again, that's how you know it's a good show if it touches you that deeply. 
You know, consider me touched. <laughs> At least you're not untouched by the Veronicas. Oh, great song. I don't. Don't get, don't get started. <laughs> Alright, I won't get you started. I'm not um, saying that forget I said it. I'm not saying that violins were created just for the purpose of Untouched by the Veronicas, but that I think is that's what, what you're saying. saying. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. So. You'll love to hear it. <laughs> um any uh, <laughs> any contributions from you for I should stop talking. Um, I don't know. I don't really know what else to talk about. Anything else in pop culture? Anything week? happy? Cause Anything I was, happy? Uh, oh, okay. Because there was a bit of a sad Susie over here. Anything happy? <laughs> wow, wow. <Why> is this? <laughs> See, here's the thing. I always dwell on the really shitty parts of my week, and I have to start compartmentalizing all of the happy things that happen because my oh, life is not honey. shit all the time. Oh my god, let's talk about that. Oh, fucking class. <laughs> fucking class. I last, this week on my day off, I decided to like binge a whole bunch of older Sex and the City episodes. <laughs> and I think, it, I think I was watching season three or four. Oh. And there's an episode where Charlotte is having sex with a guy and he falls asleep on her during sex. So then she thinks she's bad in bed. <laughs> so she decides to take a tantric sex class. <laughs> And she tries to get all the women to go with her, so then they all go to this tantric sex class. And But while they're at brunch and Charlotte's talking about it, Samantha goes, you mean a fucking class? And I lost my mind. Oh, the she, delivery. She the delivery. Has, she has the best lines ever. Oh. Like, the oh, writers. Honey, I want to show him my lower man hat. <laughs> like, who the fuck talks like that? No one. It's amazing. Um... Yeah, the writers really, like, did her so good. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, like, a really... That was kind of one of the highlights of my week. Very simple, but... You're dating Mr. Big, and I'm dating Mr. Too Big. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. I love And on that, that note... <laughs> <laughs> and on that note... Um, I'm trying to think if there was, like, any other happy contribution to my... I mean, I'm sure there was. I just... Um, you got coffee with Ashlyn. I did get coffee with Ashlyn yesterday on Valentine's Day. Um. Happy belated V-Day, by the way, everybody. I hope you spent the day getting showered with love and showering other people with love. We got to watch that really dramatic episode of Kasam, of um, Love Island last night. Guys, this most recent season of Love Island is fucking crazy. They brought back Kasam And he was off chatting with another bird. And I was like, so fucking gutted. I was absolutely fuming. I was fuming. Like, like, how could he have mugged me off? I've got cream all over my face from being pied off, mate. Like, it's just like... It's like, bro. Like, on my day. On my days. He's off absolutely buzzing. Yeah. It's doing my head in. Yeah. I was, oh my god. I was listening to the most recent episode of Cody Co. and Noelle Miller's podcast. Sure. And they were talking about Love Island. They were talking about Callum. Callum. This is going to be like a really niche uh, tangent. Um, If you watch Love Island, God bless you. Let's talk about it. Um, Callum. But they were talking about Callum. And it's really funny. They were like, but I don't really like Shana. They were like, what do you think is going on inside of his head? Nothing. So Noel was like, "This is what's going on inside of his head. It's literally just like fans blowing air." And he's like, "He went. This is what's happening inside his head. Like tumbleweeds, literally. Like, 
And then Cody was like, no, you know what's going on inside of his head? He's talking to this girl, and uh, she's like, you're a bit cheeky, Annette. And then what's going on in his head is he's repeating back <laughs> what she said inside of his head. <laughs> So, because it takes him five minutes to to process it. So, inside of his head, he's like, You're a bit cheeky, isn't it? And then he's like, Do you reckon? (laughs) Do you reckon? (laughs) Some poker face is good then. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. I don't know what it is. I don't know why I connect with us so much. Maybe it's both of Manchester. Because I'm a scaffolder. Maybe. (laughs) Manchester. I'm a scaffolder. I'm a scaffolder. Um, Yeah. Anyway, yeah, and Love it. Island has brought me so much joy um, this past week. I don't know how I'm to be put honest. It. Previously, <laughs> on Love Island, it was so fucking good. Um, tonight, tonight. <laughs> oh God, we should check if there's a new episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let's, let's. We're gonna go do that. Bye. I have a lot of wine waiting for me. <laughs> um, and maybe we'll watch Love Island. <laughs> if not, oh my God, to all the ways I've loved before. Oh. P.S. I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, it looks like we have a night ahead of us. Guys, if you made it this far, thank you. We love you. Um, you know the deal. Subscribe to the pod on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, SoundCloud. We're out there for your pleasure. And you should be thankful. Okay? So subscribe. Thankful rate for us bitching <laughs> once a week. Yeah. Make sure you rate the podcast so that we know that you love it and this is the most highly rated podcast in the world and we want to keep it that way it's literally um, the best podcast i've ever heard like literally not out of all the podcasts i've heard mate it's just like the best one like buzzing absolutely buzzing mate i just haven't heard enough i don't i even like more um yeah so we'll Need to stop. Yeah, um, I, I'm so upset. Um, yeah, follow us on Instagram at Unpacking That Podcast. But if you don't, after this, we understand. Yeah, no, we get it. Uh, you're a piece of shit if you don't. Um, but you know, whatever. Um, all right, we love you. Um, uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye.